Shalom to all. Today we're going to learn Mishnahs Bikurim Perak Aleph Mishnah Tessa Mishnah Yod. And today's Mishnahs are being learned Leilu Nishmas Mars Miriam Sar Basar Biyakam Meisha Hernish Shalom Shadav and Aliyah and Beschos Rachel Basar Var Gittol and Daniel Yazar and Spire Rachel. They should be commenced with Zemshal Kayama Bekarav Mamish. Now let's remember that at the end of the previous Mishnah we learned that if a fellow brought his Bikurim up to Harabayas, he brought him into the Azara and then they became Tame, he does not have to bring a second set of Bikurim. Why not? So this Mishnah says, How do we know that he's chayv in their achrayas, that he's responsible for these bikurim only up until he gets them onto harabayas, but once he gets them onto harabayas, he's not responsible for them? Shnemar, that's because the Pasuk says, Reishas bikuriyad masacha, the first of the fruits of your land, tavi beis Hashem alikecha, you should bring to the house of Hashem your God. Malam, and this teaches us, shuhu chayv bachriyusam, that he's responsible for them, ad shiyavil until he brings them to harabayas. Once they get to harabayas, he's not responsible for them anymore. Another halacha, the Mishnah tells us, let's say he brought from one min that grew on his land, and he said the psukim, and then a different time, he came back to the base of Mekdash, and he brought from a different min that grew on his land. Kaire, he does not read the Psukim. And this is even according to Rabbi Yehuda. If you remember in Mishnah Zion, we had a machlaikas between Rabbi Yehuda and Tanakama. If we have two different people that own this land, and the first person that used to own the land brought Bikurim already, and he said the Psukim, does the second person bring Bikurim and say the Psukim? Tanakama said no, Rabbi Yehuda said yes. Over here, Rabbi Yehuda agrees to Tanakama that this person is not going to recite the Psukim a second time. That's because he already brought Bikurim from his own land. Moving on to Mishnah Yod, the Mishnah tells us, The following people are going to bring Bikurim, and they're going to say the Psukim. If the person is bringing his Bikurim from Shavuos until Sukkis, we already had that in the previous Mishnah, the fruit has to be from the Shavuos Haminim. We also already learned that previously. Now, we also learned that the fruits that he brings have to be the choicest fruits. So therefore, these fruits of the Shavuos Haminim have to come from the mountains, from the elevated areas, because that's the choicest fruit. If he wants to bring dates, the dates have to come from the valley because that's where the choicest dates grow. If he's bringing olives, he has to bring olives that are squeezed for their oil, meaning the choicest ones. And lastly, the Mishnah says, If he's bringing fruit from Evar Yardain, the other side of the Jordan, he's going to bring Bikurim and he's going to say the Psukim. Now, that is a little bit of a chiddush because this is not necessarily considered regular Eretz Yisrael proper. However, the reason why he's going to bring Bikurim is because the Pasuk says, the land that Hashem swore to our forefathers to give us, and Evar Yardin is included in that land. Now, Rabbi Yisagli the Omer, Rabbi argues, and he says, Ein mevin bikurim Evar Yardin. No bringing Bikurim from the other side of the Jordan. Why? Because it's not considered a land flowing with milk and honey. Yes, it is part of the land that Hashem said He was going to give us, but it's not called Eretz Zavas Chal Vidvash, so according to Rabbi Yisagli, we're not going to bring Bikurim from Eva Yardin. We're going to stop here for the day, pick up tomorrow with Mishnah Yud Aleph and Perik Bey's Mishnah Aleph. For now, Everyone should have a wonderful day.